Welcome to Thoughts in the Car, where real decision-making happens. Thoughts in the Car, where real decision-making happens. Welcome to Thoughts in the Car. I am your host, Janice Elliott Howard. Today's topic is Vote for Joe Biden. Believe it or not, we are still in the middle of primary season. There are several states who have yet to hold their Democratic primary elections. Now, a few states try to cancel, and the courts say, no way, elections must go on. Even though we all know that former Vice President Joe Biden is the presumptive nominee to run against President Donald J. Trump come November 2020. Here in the state of Georgia, due to the pandemic crisis, the Democratic primary election has been moved twice. It is now slated for June 9, 2020. You can bet your bottom dollar that people will turn out in droves to cast the ballot. The 2020 election cycle will be trans on many fronts. Sure, we get the opportunity to vote out a president who has let us down and vote in a replacement who may restore hope. We also have to vote to keep the House of Representatives we currently have, as well as shake up the Senate. Of course, judges, sheriffs, school boards, and council members too will be up for selection. A vote is a terrible thing to waste. Joe Biden can, if voter turnout is unprecedented. Every ballot is necessary to ensure that change happens. Now, I will be the first one to tell you that Joe Biden wasn't my first pick. But he does have the political know-how to turn things around for America. In fact, should Joe Biden win come November 2020, at least a dozen of his peers who were hoping to become the Democratic presidential nominee are suited to be excellent cabinet members for his administration. Each has the expertise that could move the country in a better direction. There's some big on climate, there's others who are, who are real big on health care, there's others who are uh, big on um, socioeconomic issues, there are others who are really good with um, lawmaking and upholding the law. So there are a variety of potentials who have expertise in areas that can be beneficial. Um, to a Biden administration in the future, if given the opportunity. I know what you're going to say. How could my topic be vote for Joe Biden when I state he wasn't my first pick? Or should he win? I would like 
a change in leadership for the United States of America, as would many of you. I don't take for granted that just because President Donald J. Trump has screwed up America that he will automatically lose come November 2020. See, Americans took it for granted that because Donald J. Trump was foolhardy, Hillary Clinton would win back in 2016. Many stayed home because they figured she didn't need them. After all, she had it in the bag. We must leave nothing to chance. We must act as if our very lives depend on the outcome of this election cycle. Because it does. We have to understand that we can overcome our mistakes of the past by coming together to cast a ballot in favor of a change, not more of the same. Americans have a chance at helping to restore stability. According to pundits, Joe Biden has a lead in a variety of polls as to the likelihood of him winning the presidency in November 2020. I know that it seems bleak with everyone in the world right now adjusting to our new standard with a pandemic in our midst. Especially with Joe Biden's political campaign being reduced to virtual town halls via YouTube and media virtual interviews. You know the kind where they where he sits in front of a ubiquitous bookcase straining to hear the questions being asked of him and answering in somewhat of a rehearsed well, often off-the-cuff manner. You know, like that recent interview he had with Charlemagne the God. And Joe is his own person, and he always has been. And so he never really chooses his words carefully. God love him. He he might try, but it, 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 it's, it's really never going to work for him. He can't help but keep it 100 now, again, he's not my first pick. He's not my first pick. But if we have to choose between someone who can put a subject and a verb together versus someone who just makes up words randomly and doesn't have, he can't string two sentences together, then, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going with Joe. We see more of President Trump patting himself on the back these days than anything else. This whole um, update, presidential updates he was giving for a time, um, it was really in place of his rally. It was really, look at me, praise me, love me, want me, basically. It was all about him. It wasn't about the American people. You know, so we see way more of him than we do of Joe Biden because he can't be out. You know, he can't be out amongst the people like years past and, and campaigns gone by. Yet the polls show that he chance of sending Donald J. Trump packing with our help. You might say, well, 
Trump has a solid base that will follow him into the fire. I don't see how Joe Biden can break through. Well, Trump has made three mistakes that opened the door for Biden. And I'm going to tell you how I see it in a moment. Florida meets Thaddeus by chance. He calls her gorgeous and she calls him handsome. Their connection is magical as the relationship blossoms. In Florida's mind, he's going to be her forever. But Thaddeus can't fully commit. He betrays her. The twinkle in her eye dims and the hurt grows. After a time of soul-searching, acceptance, and adjustment, Florida realizes that she can and will do better. Get the ebook, All Better, written by Janice Elliott Howard, coming soon to everywhere ebooks are sold. Thoughts in the car. The roadmap for your life is laid out in front of you. Everything seems to be going according to plan. Then, after years of growth, building a reputation, and gaining status, suddenly you are no longer needed. Your career is a part of your identity, and that part of you is now stripped away. What is your plan B? How do you cope with the loss? Sometimes you have to lose in order to win. What is your chapter two? Get the ebook, Chapter Two Unlocking the Hero Within, written by Janice Elliott Howard. Everywhere ebooks are sold. Welcome back to Thoughts in the Car. We are talking about how you should vote for Joe Biden in the election come November 2020 and how Trump made it possible to consider the change. Trump made three fatal errors that Americans cannot forgive all in the last three months or a few months. Well, actually three. First, he claimed that COVID-19 would go away without doing anything. Actually, first he said it was a hoax created by the Democrats to hurt him politically. So even though his intelligence team warned him in briefings back in January that this, this virus was coming and he had to prepare for it, he chose to ignore it. He says, ah, no, it's just the Democrats. You know, they couldn't, they impeached me, but they couldn't get me out. So now they're trying to think of something else, you know, another reason, another way to get under my skin. I'm not buying that. And that's over in Asia. So if it's over in Asia, let it stay over in Asia. That's Asia's problem. I'm not worrying about it. Okay. That's his take on it. At least that's my translation of how he perceived it, the way he was speaking to the American people every time he got on the television screen. Okay. So, he didn't act fast enough, you know. It wasn't until people started dying in the thousands, okay? It wasn't until thousands of people were expiring 
that it was like, oh, well, goddamn, I guess I need to take this serious. So that was his first, his first mistake. His second mistake is he was reactive, not proactive, when COVID-19 started to take hold of America. It was still like, oh, you know, just wash your hands and, you know, it'll be all right. And when it gets hot, it's just going to magically disappear. So not, nothing to worry about, you know, nothing to see here. Keep it moving. Until again, the thousands and thousands of people were dying. And the state's governors were saying, hey, we need help. We need federal assistance and we need it now. We need it yesterday. And he didn't, he didn't have an answer. He didn't have a, a solution. So, of course, he had to put together a team and he had to try and get something put together. But it wasn't until 70 days later that he really tried to get it in gear and tried make, to make it seem as if he was trying to do something. And again, it wasn't about the people. Because when the people started getting sick on cruise ships and they were out in the ocean and he was like, oh, you know what? This isn't this isn't our fault. This isn't this isn't our disease. And I know they need help, but I don't want to bring them offshore because I need to keep my infection rate numbers down. You know, I can't let my numbers go up because this is not my fault. What happened to, you know, protecting people? That's your job. But that's that's not what he's about. He's like, uh, if it's not going to make me look good, then I don't want to have any parts of it. The president's main concern was protecting his response and keeping his victim rate down. And that's sad because that's not what his role is supposed to do. I mean, but... As the president of the United States, you're supposed to protect the country and protect his people. So what the hell? Okay. But he kept saying it's not his fault. He bears no responsibility. And so, you know, coming up with, you know, something, some kind of action plan was an inconvenience. And you can see, you know, the disgust on his face. Like, ah, like he wanted to wash his hands of it. And miraculously, it would go away. But that didn't happen. And the thing about it is he did it on national television and in front of all of his constituency and all the citizens. Hmm. Very much a mistake. Then, his third mistake, the third thing, was the stock market fallout. See, because President Trump touted his whole presidency um, on the economy, okay? I built this strong economy. Well, truth be told, he didn't build a damn thing. Barack Obama put the pieces together to build the economy. The economy was building and blossoming as Barack Obama left office. And so, I've obviously, as Trump took over, it continued to be robust and blossom even more. 
So he touts himself about how he built the economy. He didn't, he didn't build a damn thing. It was already put in place. All he had to do was not mess it up. But then the stock market plummeted because of the lack of confidence in Trump's ability to get a handle on the pandemic. You know, nobody said he put the virus in the air. Nobody said it's his fault that the virus came. But everybody does blame him for not acting quickly. And because he's always telling lies, no one believes anything he really says. Especially when he's saying everything is perfect, everything's going to be okay, yada, yada, yada. Meanwhile, you have family members and friends who are just expiring day by day all of a sudden. And he has nothing of value to offer except wash your hands. Okay? The economy is based on supply and demand, net gains and net losses. When investors do not have confidence in what is being sold to the market, people retreat and start holding on to their coins as a safeguard. Have you ever heard the saying that money makes the world go around or something to it, that effect? I can't remember where I read it or who said it. Truer words have never been spoken at this moment. People always, people are always, always, always going to be about their money. So let's take this third sin of Trump a bit further. Once COVID-19 started to take the lives of loved ones in, in the thousands and paralyzing the American people. Congress kicked into action to give the country some relief. Now they, with what is known as the CARES Act, it provided a cash infusion to Americans, put moratoriums on payments for housing and utilities. It halted interest accumulations on said payments. It included a host of other actions designed to help Americans through a tough time. This act moved quickly through Congress, the Senate, and was immediately signed by President Donald J. Trump. So he was going to be the hero. He also went out of his way to have a letter penned to each American who was eligible to participate in this program to make sure that we knew he granted this relief. I believe he was hoping this would be key to making sure he garnered votes in the fall of this year. Now, usually, the Republican Party is firm in its belief that individuals need to stand on their own without any government assistance. COVID-19 is a one-off, the kind of took everyone by storm. Now fast forward, people are out of work, staying home. Thousands are still dying daily as we watch helplessly. It takes almost two full months before we turn the corner. The House of Representatives jumps into action again to create another bill called the HEROES Act which amounts to another cash infusion for the American people. Again, 
it moves through Congress swiftly. And this time, the Republican-controlled Senate says, no, we can't just be giving away money like that. President Donald J. Trump doesn't like some of the newly added incentives in the bill that gives the American people the right to vote by mail. Trump believes if Americans are allowed to vote by mail, every registered voter will cast a ballot. Imagine that. If every registered voter were to cast a ballot, it would make it impossible for Trump to win re-election. See, Trump is counting on voters who talk all the smack about what's wrong with the government and how they don't see how things are going to change or that they're going to get anything out of the deal and they want change but don't show up at the ballot box to evoke the change in leadership that they crave. See, he's counting on those folks. He's counting on the uh, armchair quarterbacks. Call the game from the armchair. Talk about what you could have, would have, should have done. Or what he could have, should have, would have done while you do nothing. He's, he's counting on those people. Okay? That's what he's counting on. But if we do this vote by mail, prepaid vote by mail, then and all you got to do is fill in your bubbles and uh, drop it in the nearest mailbox, then uh, that could be a problem. Because he wouldn't have a chance in hell. Because it's too simple not to, not to do it. Now, Republicans in the Senate don't like that immigrants will be entitled to a cash infusion. Doesn't matter whether or not they've come here uh, legally to America and they work and they pay taxes just like the next person. The Republicans just have a thing against immigrants on many fronts. I mean, they just don't want to see them get a leg up. I don't know why. I don't understand. But they tout this this tale all the time. You know, they're good enough to be to be your maid or your housekeeper or your nanny, but that, that you know, that's all they're good for in the eyes of the Republicans, which is so false, so um, invalidating. But, hey, for a time, black people were only three-fourths of a person. So, hey, what can I tell you? Now, Congress was trying to make sure anybody that got missed in the first go-round got included in the next go-round. So that's why this HEROES Act bill is so massive and includes a lot more people. But Republicans said, no siree. And the bill will be dead on arrival. And it was. Now, upon that messaging, a flame was ignited in the American people. You can do a lot of things to people, but don't mess with their money. I'm telling you, the threat to a person's coin can get you cut quick and in a hurry. The rumblings have started. People want to know where they have to go to get a hazmat suit if necessary because they're going to go to the polls and cast their ballots. Because when Republicans rejected the HEROES Act, 
people got angry because they were messing with their money. Now, all this time, Democrats were trying to figure out a way to increase voter turnout for the upcoming election in November 2020. Well, the Republicans did the one thing that would make even the laziest armchair quarterback get up and get his ass on the field. They threatened to keep people from getting their coins during desperate times. The country is energized, ready to get back to work, and need a tourniquet to stem the economic bleeding. A vote for Joe Biden is the answer. A vote for Joe Biden will restore hope. As Americans, we deserve better. As Americans, we demand better. Vote for Joe Biden to ensure that America recovers and regains the respect and glory as the superpower that it is. Thank you for taking the time to join me for Thoughts in the Car. We would love it if you supported the show. Any listener support would be welcome and much appreciated. Click on the listener support button. Give us applause. Send us a message with your point of view. Please take the time to leave your comments as I do read them and will respond. You may even hear me give you a shout out in my next show. Please tell your friends and pass along your favorite episodes as you can find Thoughts in the Car on Apple Podcasts. Go to Apple Podcasts and rate the show. You can follow me on Twitter at JYHoward1066. Let's connect on social media. Check out my blog, Janice's Take on It. Next time on Thoughts in the Car... We're going to keep this food for thought thing going. I hope that you come along for the ride for thoughts in the car.